That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. I'm James Dempsey, and my friend and co-host, as always, is Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And more importantly, have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. Um, I'm doing great. And yes, I have done my weekly review. How about you? Oh, yes. I did my weekly review. Just keep ticking things off the list. <laughs> you had mentioned flat surfaces last week. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought maybe we would talk a little bit more about how to keep those flat surfaces in your life in your house and office, uh, maybe free from clutter or mostly free from clutter. Yeah, I think, it, at least for me, it's it's a very important starting point. It's hard for me to focus on decluttering anything if there's certain spots that just make me want to give up. <laughs> if I, mm -hmm. And the spots in my house anyway are the kitchen table, or the dining room table, actually. Um, it's not in the kitchen, but it's next to the kitchen. The kitchen counters, the bathroom counter, and the tops of my dressers in my bedroom. And I should also say the top of my desk in my office. Um, so that's five places, not four. And for me, let's see, there's the kitchen table, the kitchen counters, the dining room table, the guest bed in the guest bedroom, mm -hmm. um, and pretty much any other flat surface. But the ones I mentioned tend to be the 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 problem cases where I've been focused the most. Yeah, yeah. And so when you were uh, in Portland, I and you were coming over to my house, I decided not to over over prepare <laughs> to have you over <laughs> because you know you're my my co-host on this this podcast where we talk about getting things done and that includes decluttering and you know that's on my list so I didn't want to pretend like I had done it all because you would know that wasn't true um, mm -hmm. but I didn't want it to be um, you know I did want to neaten a few things up which I did and that was primarily the kitchen counter the bathroom counter and the um the dressers in my bedroom. And after you left, so you hung out for a while. And then when you were gone back to San Jose, I thought, well, I made a start on these areas sort of superficially. Now I want to um, dig in a little bit more and make sure that I set myself up so that they don't get all cluttered again. And um, one of those things that helps to declutter is to throw things away. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's way more easy, way easier to organize things if there's not as many of them. And so the first thing I did was go into the medicine cabinet in my bathroom because I was going to put some stuff into it. And then I thought, wait a second, you know, I haven't really given this a um, from the, you know, from top to bottom review mm -hmm. and clean up in a while and 
I can see how these glass shelves are are kind of dusty and I'd like to clean them off. And so I have to take everything out. And as soon as you take everything out, you can really see what needs to be thrown away. So I did throw away, uh, I did throw away several um, little, um, what I don't even know how to describe them, tinctures, echinacea, you know, things with droppers in them that I'd been Mm -hmm. using in case I got sick. And I had I had too many of them and, and a lot of them were old and I knew that they wouldn't be that effective anymore anyway. So I just, I just tossed them, um, got everything cleaned up in terms of the shelves and put things back. Um, one thing, this just seems weird, but I don't know why, but I had like four fingernail clippers, right? These are like the cheapest fingernail clippers. I looked at the the names on them even to see if like one of them was higher quality than another. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and they are, were all stamped with drugstore names. So obviously, I had been on trips and I'd forgotten fingernail clippers and I bought new ones that were like 99 cents. And I was like, what do you do with these? And I was like, I throw them away. I only need one. Nobody wants used fingernail clippers. You know, I'm not taking no. them to Goodwill. So, but it's hard. It's hard to throw something away. I think, you know, we've talked about that before, but I did. And that was very freeing because I I realized, like, I don't need to keep reorganizing these uh, little tools that I have that I don't need. So that, that once that was all done, um, yeah, just even though visually the bathroom didn't look very different, it felt different. You know, I just knew the Mm -hmm. next time I opened that cabinet, I wouldn't have some like subconscious feeling of like, do I really need three bottles of echinacea that are two years old? Do I even know that I have four pairs of nail clippers? (laughs) So that was really good. Um, What about you? What is, have you had any successes on, you know, starting points like that? Well, for me, the, uh, it was my kitchen table, which just, over the course of um over the course of time started to become like a de facto filing cabinet <laughs> with no organization <laughs> just piles of stuff yeah and so like literally you could not use it as a kitchen table it was just a place to put piles of papers and so it was probably i don't know about 6 7 inches high across the whole top mm-hmm. Um, and then there were a couple of, cause I have like a, the breakfast or the, the table has kind of some bench seating around it. There are some boxes on there that what's in there. I don't know. <laughs> um, so really it was last fall. I started like attacking that, the problem of the kitchen table. And part of how I did it was I ended up getting one of those, uh, uh, scan snap scanners mm-hmm. that's very fast. It scans, it like will scan both sides like at the same time. Mm-hmm. Really fantastic. I've been very, very happy with it. And I've read a couple of people doing blogs online about going paperless. And I, I didn't have any illusions that I was going to be completely paperless. Um, but mostly paperless was definitely a goal. And so I end up having the stuff routed into Evernote. I know mm-hmm. people use different solutions, but that's been so far good for me. And it was a matter of just kind of 
going through stack by stack, deciding what this thing is. Do I need it? Um, the fact that I have a scanner makes it really easy if I'm not sure about something. For the most part, I could just scan it and then throw it away. Mm -hmm. And I know if, and then it's doing uh, OCR recognition on the document. So even if I don't go in and tag everything, I can still find these kind of, these things if I ever need to. Mm -hmm. But it's been just a great freeing way to be able to just get rid of stuff. And now the kitchen table has been clear. Mm -hmm. And I use it as kind of a workspace for a hobby or two. But the idea is like, you know, you bring stuff out, you might work on it a little bit, and then you put it away, and then you are you have a table again. Um, so that has actually been incredibly successful and freeing. And then the goal going forward is when, you know, mail and stuff comes in, you deal with it quickly and most of it gets either thrown out or scanned and thrown out or shredded. Yeah. So very little paper actually sticks around. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to do something more like that um, because my kitchen table or dining room table as it is um, tends to get the most um, behind in terms of being cleared off. Um, I usually, you know, if I, I need to, start decluttering, I usually start with something like the bathroom that is fairly easy for me because I don't let it get too crazy. And the kitchen counters, you know, making sure that I've um, cleaned everything up and that gives me kind of the mental energy to go to the kitchen table. But, um, you know, it's mostly the fault of mail, right? It's right. actual mail, physical mail comes in and... I need to be better at deciding what to do with stuff um, instead of letting it sit there on the kitchen table <laughs> because that's basically it's an inbox that, uh, for my mailbox. Um, if I'm gone for for a week, my my neighbors come, they take care of my guinea pigs, and they also bring in my mail, and they. You know, they don't even recycle the obvious junk mail that I would recycle almost immediately. Um, but, you know, it's the question of, like, the bills, you know, do I need a copy of them? I have mostly e-bills now, but there's a few mm -hmm. things that come in. Um, I'm not even sure. You know, after a while, it just gets, like, I don't even know what is there. So I would like to come up with a system where nothing gets uh, put on the table, period. Like, there's no reason except for food, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> food and, well, you know, it, yeah. So for me, I did go and buy like a wire inbox mm -hmm. that sits in my office as opposed to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I make it a point not to put things on the kitchen table. Like when, mm -hmm. if mail comes in and I don't have time even to go through it and throw stuff out, it goes, I put it in that inbox yeah. so that it's not, it's the kind of my rule of thumb is like nothing new goes on that kitchen table. Mm -hmm. Now, when I do travel and I have a, a somebody look in on the cats, yes, the mail ends up on the kitchen table. But as soon as I get home, I just pick it up and move it to the inbox mm -hmm. and 
and for me, what why I started with the kitchen table is because, um, like I know pretty much for certain that there's no bill waiting in my medicine cabinet that I (laughs) accidentally didn't pay. Like the worst thing that's going to happen is that like, like, oh, I thought I had some like ibuprofen, but I don't, or it's expired. Like, (laughs) like, so, so like the, the mental, for me, the, like the mental, uh, the cognitive worry of my medicine uh, cabinet is very low. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, I know there's things that I need to look at in that pile that was on my kitchen table. And once once I got that reduced and put everything into the trusted system, I was like, oh, I think I know everything I was supposed to be doing and it's all handled. And if there was something that was a little behind, I'm caught up. And now I feel so much better both about the table being clear, but also knowing that there's not this stack of pending things that may or may not be important yeah i get that (laughs) that's i get that that's makes perfect sense um it's just that i also like to have one thing done (laughs) before i tackle the big thing (laughs) i completely understand that and it took it took a long time to clear off that table and it was frustrating like i got a chunk of it done and then i i was just like oh this is never. Then you look around the rest of the house, and there's all these other surfaces. You're like, even when I get this done, mm-hmm. oh, and you get a little depressed, like mm-hmm. a little demoralized. Depressed is too strong, but definitely there were a couple of weeks where nothing got done because I was just feeling hopeless about the whole project. Mm-hmm. And then you start getting down, and it's like, oh my gosh, like half the table is clear. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Um, so I completely understand the the smaller task for the quick win um, being being a very good approach and maybe it's something I should have done. <laughs> then I would have at least got a little something done instead of like just staring at the mess in despair for <laughs> a little while until the next wave of, no, I'm going to get this done came through. Yeah. Well, so one thing that um, sort of popped up in the last – week or so that I wasn't aware of um, is the New York Times has created what they call the Tidy Home Challenge. And I was, of course, immediately curious because I have my own Tidy Home Challenge (laughs) that I created for myself of the things that need to be um, decluttered around my house. And it's, um, I thought, well, I should give this a a shot and like at least see what they're doing and see how it compares to how I would do it. And it's actually quite a nice feature. Um, if you have a New York Times subscription, I highly recommend um, going in and checking it out if you want to um, organize your home because it's interesting because what they do is they break it into rooms and they give you a week for each room. And in each room, they um, break that into different, you know, segments of the room. And I, I believe when you first sign up for it, you can pick which things you have, you know, because not everybody has every type of space. And so it's a little bit customized. It's not as customized as doing your own list as I did. But um, so 
I sort of forgot about it. And the email came in, it says, ready, you know, get started organizing your home. This week, we're starting with the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, because that's what I would start with anyway. And sure enough, the first thing on the list was the medicine cabinet. <laughs> and I read it, and I'm like, oh, I already did all this. And I'm, I got to get a check mark right away in the tidy home count challenge. Now, um, I still have to finish the under the sink and the vanity, which I'm not even sure what that means for me, because I don't think I have a vanity. But um, I, I think it's a pretty cool feature, because it's not just a checklist, it also, you know, gives you like questions and advice and resources on how to decide what to throw away or where to put things. So, um, so I thought that was interesting. And then the next uh, room that comes up is the bedroom, then the kitchen, then the living spaces, and then the storage. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you give one week for the bathroom, but one week for the basement and attic both. <laughs> so. Right. That seems a little ambitious. Yeah, I guess maybe they, it is kind of like a, a, a clutter snowball. You know, maybe if you get through the first four weeks um, and you've tidied up all these other things at the basement and the attic won't be too um, too overwhelming. We'll see. So I intend to work through it um, and sort of in conjunction with my omnifocus list of decluttering projects. And to the extent that, you know, they mesh, that's good. And also just as a an exercise, you know, in in reviewing this this feature from the New York Times, because if it's, um, it seems like a, a, a good idea. And I like that they, um, they organized it the way they did. And I guess the one big thing to watch out for is that as you're doing the other rooms, you're not just putting stuff in your attic or basement. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because then, then you're just deferring the, the pain of going through it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true, and I will not be doing that because I I I know that I know that's on my list. It was already on my list. So, uh, you you had mentioned mail as like the big way that stuff comes in. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the second way that stuff tends to come in is uh, things you kind of end up with when you're traveling. Mm -hmm. Like you go to you go to a trade show or you go to um, you go to speak at a conference or you're at a conference and so you have a, now you have a badge. Mm -hmm. You might have some stuff that you picked up from some vendors yep. at the tables, or you have like you know all kind of tchotchkes and stickers with people like different companies' names on them, and then you have this stuff, and it's like, well, now what do I do? And I'm still working through that. Oh yeah. So I have I have stuff that I don't quite know. Like, as you may have gathered, I'm not a fan of throwing things away. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> but I'm not a fan of keep like I don't know. Yeah. So usually my strategy has been like there's a file folder and I just stick the stuff in there and label it with the event name and then it's in a place and it's not clutter. And maybe someday I'll look at it again, but I don't know. That even seems kind of, kind of dumb. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, but so far it's working. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> um, well, one thing I do is I, 
any stickers that I get that I don't actually want to keep for myself and put on something, which I, you know, don't need too many of those in my life. I save and give to um, the App Camp Portland office because the kids really like stickers regardless of where they come from. So, oh, that's a great idea. So that's, that's okay. That's, but after that, um, you know, I stopped picking up tchotchkes because I don't want to have them around and I don't want to throw them away for sure. And as somebody who has ordered swag, I know what it costs. So I don't want to take things to be polite um, mm-hmm. because it's an expense. So I think that, you know, that is definitely one of those things that has um, over time, even though I've not successfully become a very organized person, I have become aware that everything that I pick up has a weight in my psyche Mm -hmm. and even a little sticker or a pen or some kind of charger, um, I should just, unless it delights me, you know, which is one of those, uh, one of those rules of thumb for, for decluttering is if it's not useful or delightful, then it probably should go. And Mm -hmm. there are some pins that I got at Dub Dub, um, like my, my P calc, um, pin from James Thompson is just a really sweet pin, and I'm going to continue to wear that number 42 uh, for a long time. But there were a lot of other pins, and I thought, you can only wear so many pins. <laughs> or I can only wear, wear so many pins. I know some people are, are good at, at wearing tons of them. So, yeah, I mean, I think you'll you'll see over time, you'll probably, that will become less of a thing. Because when you said, like, make a folder and label it, my my whole brain went like kind of closed down because I was like, uh, that's all I need is another folder with a label on it with stuff that I don't really need um, that will become something that I declutter some day in the future when I decide to declutter that file cabinet. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I would end up looking back and enjoying the stuff. Yeah. Um. But extra stickers, now I know where to send them. Yeah, definitely. Send them to App Camp for Girls. Yes, we like stickers. We we definitely like stickers. Um, and just at uh, AltConf just this past, what, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, and a vendor like was offering me a thing, and I was like, no, thank you. But they really wanted me to have it. And I was like, no, thank you. I know if I get this. I'm going to take it home. It's going to sit somewhere. And then I'm going to feel really bad because I'm going to have to like throw it in the recycle bin. Mm-hmm. And I'd much rather you like keep it and use it at your next trade show. Yeah. Um, and so I really have cut down on the number of things that I take. But then you go, like we go on a trip, you have some playbills. You mm-hmm. don't want to throw those out. Or you go to Disneyland, you get some stuff, some of the <laughs> ephemera that's around. You don't want to necessarily chuck it. Um, right. So, but anyway, um, do you happen to have anything else? Or I think it might be time to wrap up. I think it's time to wrap up. Let's not over overweight our episode with things that we could talk about another time. That's right. So let's uh, 
wrap up this episode so we can get back to getting things done. Now, as always, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. We're on micro.blog as The Weekly Review, and on Twitter, Weekly Review FM. It would be great also if you could rate us or review our podcast. Um, it helps us, or it helps new listeners find us, but it also lets us know what you're thinking, and we always love your feedback. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done, and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things.